welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, brought to you by the Get Go Cafe and Market. We'll get around to that a little bit later. What's going on, Moan? Oh, not much, man. Just enjoying this day. How about you? I have no complaints on this happy Friday in advance of Steelers versus Jets. Shouldn't this be one of those games, Moan, where you just say, hey, you know, you get the essential bye week here or whatever. Instead, it feels like it's like a really big deal. It, it really feels like a must win, doesn't it? Yeah. For, for a lot of different reasons, man. And I think not just for us, Pittsburgh, but I think for them too, which lets you know this is going to be a highly contested game. Like some answers, some questions have to be answered. To I mean, this this weekend is what I'm saying. Like they, they have to be answered this weekend. Can this offense beat one of those types of teams? And you know what I mean by those types of teams when I speak of the New York Jets, right? I mean, yeah, still. Okay. <laughs> I, I know that they, they, they they've they're fantasizing that they've gotten better at this or that and whatever, but yeah. you know, until you're not the Jets, you're still the Jets. And here's my thing, Moan, going into this weekend. Yeah. You're the one with the experience with Mike Tomlin. Yeah. You're the one that who has seen his patience, who has seen his trust, and then mm-hmm. who at the same time has seen his patience and trust not get rewarded. At what point does he flip? And I'm not even going to mention Matt Canada, although I just did. At what point does he just flip? Uh, it could be this week. And I say because this would be, um, what is this, three losses in a row, if that is the case? Yes. And one a, of, yeah, be, yeah, they'd be one and three. And, and, and a not-so-easy schedule moving forward. Like, let's be honest about this. Um, and I'll say this, the defense is playing fine enough, okay? But the, 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 the biggest hiccup, I think, where we were all looking for progress and growth, DK, was offensively. And if that's the reason why you don't win, then I think that's when the issues kind of come up a little bit. I don't know if that's a change at quarterback, like for the year. I don't know if that's a change at possibly who's controlling play calling, DK, because that's just where we are right now. I don't I don't know if Coach T and his you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable like mantra that he has will be that comfortable with the product that's out there on the field. I mean, here's the thing, though, with the coordinator. And you said it could be a change of play calling. And you're right. That's the way these things tend to go in the NFL. You don't send the coordinator out on the street because the coordinator still comes with value in that they know the playbook and they can do a lot of background stuff that people don't see. Am Mm -hmm. I right? Yes, 100%. Okay, so you do that. You keep the guy on board, but you say, listen, Mike Sullivan's going to call the plays. Yeah. I, I mean, you you have to because this is the other part of it, DK, is Coach Tomlin's job is on the line, too, with the product that he puts out there. Is like, it like, now? Yeah, because you don't is want that it blemish. Now? DK, it, it, it's <laughs> always a what have you done for me lately. And I think he's done enough to stay there, but you know how it goes. We, we see, uh, what was this, uh, there's a few coaches around the league right now that win championships and then they're out. They try to find a reason, well, is it stale? Is it stagnant? Those types of conversations come up when you don't get to a better phase than you was a year before. The expectations for these years, I don't know it was that high. But as far as the coordinator, having been out of the huddle, having been out of the building, having been out of the quarterback room, we had high expectations. Is, is that fair to say, DK, we had high expectations for Matt Canada this year? 
High is overstating it. No, 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 no. Yes, I, well, it you, is. You're, you're a had, little bit. Well, the bar has been so no, low no, 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 for no. so no, long. No, oh, oh. <laughs> I, you, your bar has been low for so long. Yes, it has. You can admit that. Okay, I'm not gonna let you off the hook. I, with I, those. I'll admit it because he said it there. <laughs> I, my bar was low. My expectations were low this season, Roan, for the offensive line. To their credit, yeah. To their credit, they have greatly exceeded that. Yeah. I am very happy to sit here right now and eat crow over that. I really am, and I told oh, you that all along. And I know you feel the same way. I I do, I do. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't know what it was going to be. I just knew they had the players. But I'll say this, me personally, and I think a few others. All we heard last year about the Matt Canada run offense when Ben was there was Ben's not mobile enough. Ben wants to run his mm-hmm. old playbook. Ben has to do the things that make him comfortable. And I think we all took a back seat. And I kind of excused Matt Canada because I was like, okay, I get it. This guy's been in the league 20 years. Okay, run what he wants to run. My expectation was we were going to get a Miami Dolphins type of offense. We were going to get a, a, a L.A. Rams type. We were going to get a, a San Francisco 49ers type. Heck, even a uh, Cincinnati from last year type where it was just pumping out numbers. And I'm more let down by the fact that it doesn't even look like that. The production it hasn't even been there. He can't designate who's going to be his playmaker. That's what I'm telling you. That's where my high expectation comes from with looking at what Matt Canada has done. Josh Carney, who writes about the Steelers for the USA Today Network, put out this tweet today. I have to read this to you. Please read it. You ready? Yeah. In in 20 games with Matt Canada as the Steelers offensive coordinator, Pittsburgh has four first quarter touchdowns. We're not talking about opening drive touchdowns. We're talking about the entire first quarter in 20 games, the equivalent of a season and a half. This is the quarter, Moan, in which you are not handcuffed as a coordinator. This is the quarter in which you can enter with scripted plays that the other Mm -hmm. team has yet to Mm -hmm. have a chance to counteract. This is fireable on the spot, not after Sunday, after this segment. It's fireable. (laughs) Yeah, um, because that system has been tried and true is what you're saying, and we've seen enough of it. You are who we thought you were. Um, and <laughs> I wasn't going to go Dennis Green on him, but, but wow. that's what you're saying right now. But but I'd say this, my, my level of being let down, though, is because that was the biggest excuse about number seven being in the friggin huddle. Right. And I look at I look back at it now and say, well, maybe it was being down the stretch going no huddle that saved him another year. You know, like that's that's almost fair to say. Um, if you've got only one touchdown through the entire tenure of his play calling, that's low. That's really low. And I guarantee you that's probably rock bottom when it comes down to who runs that statistic oh. right there. Oh, it, it has to be so, seven. So what are we saying, DK? We're, we're, just, we're saying, look, he's on the chopping block. He's chopped liver at this point. No, then if this I, doesn't I, change. I'm going to bat real quick here for your buddy, Ben. Seven of the nine victories that the Steelers had last season and going mm-hmm. nine, seven, and one, seven of the nine were fourth quarter comebacks. Two things happened in fourth quarter comebacks. You are more familiar than anyone on this planet with what those things were. One of them was no huddle. 
no huddle. And two was Ben calling the plays. Thanks for coming, everybody. We don't rehearse this stuff. I just want you to know we don't rehearse this stuff. Moan just nailed both of those by reading my brain. Yep, because <laughs> that's what it is, and that's how you get spared another year as a OC. Another year. How about another week? When we come back, Moan's going to get into – I can't. When we come back, Moan's going to get into his predictions for the for this week. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show starring Ramon Foster. One of these days, it's going to be the Ramon Foster Show starring, I don't know. Can we get, can we get RJ in? Oh, we can get somebody. We can call a guest list. I promise you, man. How about Zeus? Zeus. Yeah, he showed up last week, though. He did, so, though. That's but all that was need. a crash segment. That was that was uninvited. That's true. That's true. I have to put him up on a pedal. So he's just outside right now enjoying this uh, cooler weather that we have now. It it's football it's weather. very nice. High school football weather is what we call it around here. Yes. Steelers versus New York Jets is Sunday yeah. at one o two p.m. at the unfortunately renamed Ackershire Stadium. And good luck, Moan. You want to pick yeah. this? Um, I do want to pick it. Um, I think it's tight. I think it's low scoring. Yeah. But I think you see some stuff come out of it, man, that is probably going to reset your feelings as far as what we just talked about last time. I think the O-line will probably get the ball movement better uh, as far as on the ground. And there will be some plays being made. I will say this, too. I think the reasons they probably win this game this weekend is because of the defense stuff. If they are parading uh, Zach Wilson out there, then I almost kind of say to myself, then this, this defense will do a lot to disrupt him and to be able to go get a dub. I think they got to go get him. Yeah, they, they got to go get, go him. get him. They got to confuse him and everything else that, that young quarterbacks aren't, aren't used to. So I give the Steelers the dub. I go 20, I go 18. Like, I think it's that close. The line I saw earlier this week, I think, was set at three and a half. The home team usually gets three points anyway. They're basically saying the Steelers have a half a point, if I'm correct, as far as Half a point on the New York Jets. You see, here's the thing. This is not to keep making excuses for the defense and everything, but TJ is a monstrous part of this, okay? And anytime somebody wants to deny that or cite it as an excuse, give them the reality. As soon as he comes out, everything changes. It does. It does. Like, he is the Ben Roethlisberger of the defense. Life with Ben on offense was a whole lot easier. Life with T.J. Watt on defense, I guarantee you as fans, me as somebody that covers this team as a former player, I recognize it's a whole lot easier. I just – I think you're going to have to see some blitzes dialed up, but then what happens, Moan, in all seriousness, if you dial up blitzes, you can leave yourself exposed. Yeah, on the back uh, end. to, To the run and on the back end. And I I just don't see this coach after all this stuff the past few days exposing himself on the run. That's what I'm wondering about here. Well, I'll say this. This this New York Jets offensive line is giving up three sacks a game, okay? They can't protect worth much. If they are blitzing, I think they get homes more times than not than what you burn them with. Again, I'll say this. Zach Wilson's probably going to toss the ball in the other direction of the Steelers. So you have the opportunity to get picks or have him drop the ball. Like, that's where I'm at as far as this defense goes. I don't think he's equipped enough to actually handle what uh, they're going to be able to do to him in Pittsburgh. So they get five picks. I'm trying to do your math here. They get five picks. (laughs) Three of them get run back. And then Boz just kicks a whole bunch of field goals. We've lived that life before, okay? (laughs) 
<laughs> but it was oh, a yeah, tougher you know, outfit. You, you yeah. were in Kansas City. Is that yes. what you're talking about? Yes, Boss yes. With six field goals. But nobody in that locker room was upset about it. I know that for a fact. Everybody was excited. (laughs) That was a tough game on the road. But this being a home game, I am very much much interested in watching what Canada does, who he throws to, how he constructs a drive, an opening drive, a first quarter just performance. Those are questions I think that that's homework for all of us this weekend. This is uh, this is uh, this is wishing Moan. An awesome weekend, and we will be back with a new show on Monday discussing Matt Canada's eminent fire.